We talk about Canterbury today. Uh, starting off in race five, horse number six, you've got this uh, gelding smart as smart. And he's had two runs back. Um, he was better last start, beating the two and a half lengths. Is he ready to really peak third up, Ron? Yeah, I think he is. Um, whether he's whether he's good enough or not, well, we, we don't quite know that. But uh, his run the other day was quite good. He didn't have much space in the straight. Um, no fault of anyone's, but... Uh, he didn't get a lot of space, and I think he was ready to go, ready to finish off quite well. And um, you know, uh, the, the track rain affected a little bit won't won't hurt him either. He he has performed on wet ground before, and I thought he worked quite sharp on Saturday morning. So hopefully, um, Louise Day's riding him. Andrew's been riding him, but he's suspended. Um, so Louise is on him. She has one on him, so she knows him. So. Uh, no, I'm, I'm hopefully he'll run a nice race. All right, well, good luck with him. You trained this horse for two good racing families too, mate, the Tates and Nivisons. Yes, there's no doubt about it. I've had a long association with the Tate family, Sandy and Kathy and the, uh, Sandy's parents as well, going to the back to the days of Baguette and uh, those horses and, you know, r- rode some marvellous horses for the whole family uh, right through and uh, Sandy and Kathy have... Uh, supported me as a trainer as well and also Jill Niverson and Simon um, uh, in, in my early days of training so you know they're a wonderful racing families um, to be involved with. Mate um, on your riding career I don't think I've ever asked you this question I don't like to ask people the best horse they rode or trained but I, I do like to ask their favourite who was your favourite horse when you were a jockey? Well yeah, that is a hard one, but I love that horse Dalmatia. Um, I won an uh, I won an Epsom on him. Um, I think I won about nine races on him. I, I love that horse for some reason, um, although he broke my nose one morning. But um, <laughs> what happened? But what happened? I just threw his head up and whacked me right in the in the in oh. the beak, and uh, yeah. So, but uh, no, he was a favourite of mine. But like, of course. You know, I only rode Kingston Town twice and won the second Cox Plate on him and, and that sort of thing. And Emancipation was probably my champion. Uh, yeah. She was a champion mare. There's no question about that. And, you know, I wouldn't have been afraid. And you can't compare them in different eras. But um, I wouldn't have minded taking, her, taking some of these other good mares on, uh, particularly at... 1500 to 1600 um i thought she she really shone at 1600 and or 1500 for the coolmore and uh, and also she won a couple of george riders and she won the she won the doncaster as a three-year-old filly carrying one and a half overweight for age so i won 18 races on her she won 19 out of 27 and i won 18 on her and wow. uh, Getting back to Dalmatia, the only day I didn't ride her was in Melbourne. She won the Edward Manifold. Kevin Moses went down and rode her. And as I say, going back to Dalmatia, I stayed back and won the Epsom on Dalmatia at Ramwick on the same day. So that was the only day I never rode Emancipation. Yeah, what a mare she was, mate. Uh, great, was. Uh, great to hear that too. Great to reminisce a little bit this morning on New Year's Day. Your other runner today, Canterbury, is to the extreme in race eight, horse number 13. We saw each other after she won there at Canterbury. I was calling that meeting that night, and you were enjoying the win uh, with some of the owners up in the uh, the winner's room. And um, I, I, I'm paraphrasing here what you said to me, but 
it was something along the lines of, hey, we knew we knew she had that in her. You've always had a bit of time for this girl. Yeah, well, all the barrier trials were always very good. Um, she trialled very, very well every time I trialled her. And uh, then she had her first up run at Canterbury and she ran fourth, come out slow out of the gate. Um, and then she got sort of hampered a few times up the straight. And then obviously she'd come on and improved after that because... Um, she come out there at Canterbury and won pretty well. Um, I just don't know whether I've done the right thing. Um, I had her in the last at Gosford yesterday and it ended up coming back to nine runners. Um, and whether I've pulled the right rein or not running today, well, that will we'll find out just after 7 o'clock tonight. But um, she's in good order. Couldn't be happy with her. She was, she had a, she's had two runs at Canterbury, so she knows where she's going. And she looks a treat, um, couldn't be happy with her. So it'll end up probably almost a capacity fool. Um, so that might be slightly against her. But if she starts well, she's, there's no need for her to be dropping out to last. So it depends how she starts. Mm. Yeah, she's. so you're saying she's not a definite backmarker. She can take some sort of position providing she gets that clean start. Yeah, well, we, we, we've... Trained her to make sure that she relaxes. Yeah. Uh, because in early on, she wanted to get on with it and get going a bit too hard. But um, we've been teaching her to relax and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, she should be okay. Mm. Terrific, mate. Nice to catch up. Um, looking forward to this meeting filtering through later. Soft seven now this morning. Uh, I spoke to the track manager this morning. Is that going to be okay for her? I don't think soft seven will worry. Just hope yeah. it doesn't get any any worse during the day or we get more rain during the day i wouldn't if it stays like that i'm happy but uh, i wouldn't want to get any worse thanks for your time this morning ron and good luck today it's always a pleasure luke